So the big question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to The Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back, everyone. I want to start things off by saying today was the perfect day. The weather was so perfect. This morning, I woke up, and it was like 61 degrees at like 5 in the morning. And four in the morning, like all the, like until the sun came out, it was cold. And then once the sun started to come out, it started warming up. And then by the time it was like nine o'clock in the morning, it was like 80, it was like 76, 77, 80 degrees. And I was, I went to the park and it just felt so nice. It, today was the perfect day for weather. Sunny day, no clouds. So Perfect. I'm very grateful for today, but let's talk. So I've been a couple days ago. I, well, let me give some context first. A couple weeks ago, my friend Franklin and my other friend, Alex, Alex is 30 years old, by the way, for context, he's a bodybuilder jacked. So we, uh, usually hang out at the park like every so often in the mornings and do like sprints and stuff and just workouts and then that was during the summer but then like a week or two ago they introduced me to a peach tree so i live in chicago and one of the houses right near the right near the park that we go to has a peach tree and so we got we got some peaches and they they were very good don't worry my friend sent like put like ten dollars in their mailbox and said thanks for the peaches so fast forward about a couple days later um we decided me and my friend franklin decided to go again and he just got a peach. I didn't get a peach because my heart was telling me not to, so I didn't. He got a peach, and I asked for the pit. I asked for the core. And so I got his core and brought it home, rinsed it off, and started drying it out. And this morning, I popped it open with a hammer and then got the seed inside. So the seed inside was split in half, but it seemed like it was a natural split. So there's like two seeds. I don't know. It was weird. So I put it in a plastic bag and filled it with water, uh, like an inch of water, and let it soak for two hours. And then after that, I poured in soil until it was damp. And then like moist and then I put it in the fridge and it's going to be in there for five to six weeks. My plan is to grow a peach tree. So I essentially took the peach that they had and brought it home and, and I'm growing it. So I'm going to have the same peach tree they have. 
And then today, we went to the, me and my friend Franklin went to the park again, and we decided to go get another peach. And so today, I actually had a peach, um, and he had two. And the peach was probably the best peach we've had in our lives. It was so juicy, so like ripe. It was perfect, the perfect peach. And it was big too. And so I ate it and I saved the pit. So I have one seed, which is split in half. So I don't know how that will turn out. One seed already like growing in my fridge. And then I have another seed that's starting drying. So you're supposed to rinse off the pit and then dry it for like four or five days. So in like five days, like next Tuesday, I will have, I will crack open that pit and then start the process again. So I'm looking forward to that peach tree. I looked it up and it said it'll take about two to three years to start growing fruit. So I plan on leaving before, I plan on moving out before then. So by the time that I get home and come home to visit, we'll be having some peaches. So that's cool. I just wanted to say that that's, that's a little side project that I'm working on. And it's like a hundred percent passive. Like I just put the seed in the bag and they just said, let it sit in there for like five to six weeks. So it's just entirely passive, basically, at least for now. All right, so I want to talk to you guys about this, a, a few new connections that me and my friend made. So the biggest principle in reality transurfing, in my opinion, is being consciously aware, just always being awake. So that principle... Like the more awake you are throughout the day, the more effectively you can take charge of your own destiny. Essentially, you have to be awake and aware to use the transurfing principles to its fullest. So for the past couple weeks slash month, we have been making it one of our biggest tasks to always wake up and wake up throughout the day. Always stay awake. And we made another connect. We made a connection yesterday. And my friend is really into health. So he knows all about. Excuse me. I'm going to get some water. I have the hiccups. So my friend knows all about health and he knows a lot of different ingredients chemicals he knows like all kinds of stuff and there's this one thing that he's he's been talking about lately and it's serotonin and i've heard of that before i've heard of him talk about that a lot before but it wasn't until recently until i realized how valuable lowering your serotonin is so Having high, like serotonin basically makes you less conscious, like less awake throughout the day, less aware of things. So if you have high serotonin, you're basically going to be going around your day like a zombie, not really doing, like not being very aware of the situation. 
And that's what most people are like. And so I was thinking, so yesterday we made the connection that if we lower our serotonin, then we can become better transfers and be awake more. So we were looking into things. Well, he already knew a bunch to lower his serotonin. So I was looking into things to lower my serotonin. And one thing is I'm adding way more salt. Like I, before I had a lot of salt in my food, but now I'm adding way more, like extremely liberal with my salt. So that helps lower serotonin. Another thing that I'm doing is I'm taking a magnesium supplement now. So I, I actually have not taken it yet, but I ordered it on Amazon and it should come next week on like in a couple of days. And it'll come on Monday actually. So in like, let's say four or five days, like four days, I think. So that will help. I think he, I think that he said it lowers your, like it makes you better for, I don't even know. I'm not even going to get into it because I don't even know what I'm talking about. So I'm taking a magnesium supplement and I also bought a pine pollen tincture because I ran out of pine pollen. Now this, I don't think this lowers your serotonin, but I bought a pine pollen tincture because I want to increase my testosterone. And once I stopped taking pine pollen, my tests lowered and I could tell because there were some things that I lost, like my morning wood. But we made the connection that the lower serotonin you have, the more awake you are. So I made it my a task to lower my serotonin and not have high serotonin. And I haven't really looked into it much. I just am taking that supplement and that's and adding more salt. That's about it. But another connection that we made today. So for context, I about a year ago, I read a book called The Oxygen Advantage. And then a little bit after that, I read a book called Breath, The New Science of the Lost Art. So I learned a lot about breathing and proper breathing techniques. And I learned that the most optimal breathing, like the most optimal breath is 5.6 seconds inhale, 5.6 seconds exhale. And you're supposed to breathe as light as possible. So breathe like subtle, like no one should be able to tell that you're breathing. And I want to tell you a story about uh, that I learned in one of those books. And the ancient masters of martial arts, and I think even maybe still martial arts, martial arts experts today, but ancient masters of martial arts used to have a feather underneath their nose and they would do their, like their routine, their fighting thing. So they'd be exerting themselves. So imagine like throwing a bunch of punches and kicks all over the place. So your, your breathing increases, right? But one of the things that they were graded on were, was their breathing. And so they had a feather underneath their nose. And if that feather moved, then that showed that they were breathing, like their breathing was bad. And I can guarantee that everyone, well, most people in like America 
would move that feather, even just sitting down. Like right now, I'd probably move that feather sitting down. So those ancient masters of martial arts were so, their breathing was so optimal and so efficient and so good that no one could even tell they were breathing. Like they might as well not have been breathing because the air flowing in and out of your, their noses was not even moving a feather. So that's one story. And I learned a lot about like carbon dioxide tolerance and how you actually want more carbon dioxide in your blood. And like CO2 is actually a good thing in your body. Just a lot of different things. I'm not an expert on this stuff and I could be just saying it completely wrong because I haven't read the book in like a year. So don't take everything I'm taking uh, like to be facts. But that's just context. Another thing that a couple weeks or a couple months later, we both read The Way of the Superior Man. And in that book, he says to do deep breathing and like deep, a breathe deep like a king. So you basically go and then breathe all the way through, like expand your stomach all the way out and then expand your chest all the way out the furthest it can go. And then just deep, like breathe as deep as possible. And so that we took that up and then we started doing that. And so essentially we were like over breathing. We were breathing way more than we needed to. And then I was reminded of the fact that my breathing sucks because I got an email about the Bolt score, which the Bolt score basically is a test that you can do for yourself right now, just sitting here. And it basically tells you how optimal and efficient your breathing is. So I'll run you through the test right now. <clears throat> so breathe in and out normally. Just breathe in and out normally, how you normally would. Don't, don't manipulate your breath right now. So once you go in and then out, on the exhale, hold that. So don't breathe back in. Just hold your breath after the exhale. And don't push out all of your air. Just just breathe the exhale, like breathe out the exhale as far as you would normally in your normal breath. So hold it on the exhale and then start counting how long you, until you need your first urge to breathe. So this is not a competition to see how long you can breathe. It's a test to like test to see how many seconds it takes for your first urge to breathe. So once you get your first urge to breathe, mark that time down and then take your like breathe back normal. And you shouldn't be panting. If you're panting, you did it wrong. And you should be able to get back to your normal breath like right away. So your, your breathing speed shouldn't be increased or anything. And if it did, then you did it wrong. So when I first started, I'm pretty sure my bolt score was like four seconds or five seconds. That was like a year ago when I first learned about the test. And then I didn't really do the tests or I didn't really work towards improving my bolt score. And then uh, a week, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I got that email about the bolt score and I was like, oh, I'm going to retest my bolt score. And it was probably like, I think it, I, I think it was like seven seconds. 
So then I was like, man, that sucks. Because let me give some context. In the book, The Oxygen Advantage, he said that a healthy bolt score, like a healthy breather, someone who breathes healthy, the average healthy person should have at least at least 40 seconds. And I was at seven a couple weeks ago. So that was very bad. Like 30, 30 seconds is still bad, but it's like, all right, 20 seconds, terrible. Anything below 20 seconds is absolutely terrible. So I was embarrassed. Like I was honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was embarrassed. I was like, this is so embarrassing how my bolt score is so low. So then a couple weeks ago, I started, or not a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, maybe like five or six days ago, I started tracking my progress. And I actually told you guys about it on the first day that I did it on one of my podcasts. And I tracked my progress every morning. I And the best time to do the bolt score is first thing in the morning, right when you wake up, because that's when your breath is the least disturbed. So I tracked my bolt score. I got like seven seconds, then like 10 seconds, then 13 and then 14. And then for a couple of days, I was stagnant at 13 and 14 seconds. And then this morning I got 19 or it was either 17 or 19 seconds. So this morning I had a significant jump. Now I may, it may be because I cheated or not. I don't know, but I got seven, 17 or 19 seconds. I don't remember which one, but then I told my friend about that today and then I made another connect or I knew that that was good because it increases your energy levels and breathing is healthy. Like you, you should have good breathing. Like that just makes sense. And so that's why I was like doing better at it. That's why I started actually working on it. And then today my friend said that having like CO2 actually, or he said something about like being tolerant to CO2 or having a lot of CO2 in your body actually reduces serotonin. So that, that was another connection to transurfing. And so I was like, oh my, wow, that like if you're a good breather, then you're better at transurfing, at like being a transurfer. And then I made another connection and I was, I made, I just went straight up and said, I told my friend, your bolt score is linked directly to how effective you are at practicing the transurfing principles. So that was huge. Like once I said that out loud and once I made that connection, now I'm going all in on increasing my bolt score because that's like, that's all there is to it. Like that's, that's what you, like that's how you become an uh, efficient human being. That's how you live life. So if your bolt score is tied to how good you are at transurfing, I want to do a quick side note. This morning in my studies for transurfing, reality transurfing, I was reading this morning and 
I was reading the energy chapter and he was basically talking about energy. There are two types of energy, physiological energy and free energy. Physiological energy comes from like your digestive system, basically. So it's basically like your food, your sleep, all that stuff. That's physiological energy. That's like normal energy that we know about. And then there's another type of energy called free energy. And that energy is infinite. And it's from that energy is from the cosmic. It's from the cosmic energy source. So there is basically infinite amounts of energy all around us, all throughout the world, all throughout the universe. And we simply just have to, and we're like, we're letting in that energy all the time. And we're letting in that energy through our meridians. So we have two main meridians and this basically a tube of energy, like a tube that energy can flow through in our body. The first meridian goes upwards. I might have gotten this, these switched around. The first meridian goes upwards um, about one inch away from the spine in men and two from in women. But one inch in front of the spine going upwards. And, and then there's the other one that is draw like draws close to the spine going downwards and so since there's infinite energy all around us and we can have access to that energy through two main central meridians and you can't build up this kind of energy so physiological energy you can build up through like eating a bunch of food and you can store that away but Free energy you can't build up. It's either like that. The amount of free energy you have depends on how wide your meridian tubes are. And most people's meridian tubes are not very wide. And there are actually exercises that you can do to widen the meridian tubes. So I'm going to take you through the exercise that you can do. So I want you to close your eyes and imagine a ascending stream of energy going upwards from your butt, like from the bottom of your, like from the middle, the bottom of your body. So from the floor up your, like along the back of your body, like two inches away from the spine behind you. And then that goes all the way up through your head now, I actually don't know if it's behind your spine, like outside of the body or inside the body. I think it actually might be inside the body because in the book, he says that it's like two inches away, but then he says it goes through the head. So I'm just going to assume it's inside the body. So let's restart. Close your eyes. Imagine a beam of energy coming from the floor, going upwards through your butt, um, through your spine, like two inches away from the spine and then up all the way up your spine and then through your head and then it goes into the sky. And then imagine another beam of energy. So for the ascending energy, the one you just visualized, visualize that during your inhale. When you're breathing, inhale, visualize that energy going up. 
And then during your exhale, visualize a beam of energy coming from the sky straight down through your head, all the way down your spine, all the way down your butt, and then straight into the ground. So during the inhale, imagine that energy going up your body and then the exhale down your body. And then once you get used to that, you imagine that a the ascending energy source forms a fountain shape. So it goes up and then it f- starts like going around you in in a fountain. So imagine like a a water hose shooting sh- or a fountain, like you know a water fountain. N- not a water fountain the one you drink out of, but a fountain that shoots water straight up and then it kind of just disperses in a sphere shape kind of in a circular shape so imagine the ascending one goes up through your body and then after it goes in your head it goes up a little bit more more and then it disperses into a fountain shape and then imagine the the descending one from the top of your like from the sky down your head down your spine down your butt and then down towards the floor and then it creates another fountain the opposite direction so then imagine that you have two fountains one above you and one below you all energy and then you connect like visualize them connecting that in the middle of your body so like in the middle not of your body but in the middle of you so so now you have a sphere of energy surrounding you so now what I want you to do is take into account your feelings on your skin. So feel your skin, feel your body, and then f- try and feel the energy. And it's okay if you can't initially because it takes practice. So just try and feel your energy, like feel your skin, feel the surface of your skin, and then feel it bubbling up like soap, like soap suds. Feel it bubbling up and then like imagine all that energy start to expand in a sphere shape around your body. So your body is basically inside of a balloon now. And that sphere of energy that started on your skin is a balloon that is expanding and then expand it more and more until it reaches that first sphere of energy that you just created with the fountains, not created, but visualized so then once you connect those like once those two spheres of energy meet then just feel the imagine yourself as being one with the universe so now you're experiencing a feeling of oneness so that's basically the energy practice like that's how you increase your energy and then throughout the day as you get better and better over time of practice, you should be doing this exercise multiple times throughout the day. But once you get better, you'll get like, you'll be able to do it quicker and quicker. And then eventually you can just visualize the two central meridians going up and down and then just connecting. Like you, you can simply just imagine that and then feeling the oneness. But I haven't gotten to that point yet. I thought I got to that point the first time I read the book and I just skipped straight to that and only did that but looking back on it like I literally did that for like weeks 
And looking back on it, I, it was not very efficient because I wasn't feeling the energy and it was just kind of, I kind of plateaued. But today when I reread it, I realized that, oh, this is actually like, I actually started to feel it for real and it actually worked for the first time. I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. I, I don't like to be interrupted like this, but I have to pee really bad. I'll be back. I'm back. Sorry for that interruption, but this energy thing I was reading and he said that you need to have sufficient, you need to be healthy in order to effectively practice the transurfing techniques, transurfing principles. So you have to have physiological health, higher energy in that source, in that sort. And then you also have to have high energy in the cosmic, like free energy. And the only way to do that is by expanding your meridians. And you can't build up and accumulate. Like you can't st- save and store free energy. Free energy is infinite all around us. We simply just have to let it in. And you can't just build it up in your body. And the way you can always have high energy if you just expand your meridians. And I'm not going to lie, when I first read that a couple months ago, yeah, I I didn't believe it. But now I actually believe it. And I actually know that this stuff is real and this stuff is legit. And I found that if you guys don't really believe it but want to believe it, simply just read the book. Read Reality Transurfing Parts 1 through 5 by Adam Zone. Read it all the way through once. You probably still won't believe it 100%. And then take time and read it through a second time, but study it this time and have a journal, a notebook with you and write stuff down that you learn in that book. And that's what I did. And I'm halfway done with the book on the second read through. And I definitely know that all this stuff is real. Now I'm starting to, it's starting to be incorporated into my worldview, but What I'm trying to say now is he said that the higher energy you have, the more effectively you can influence the world. So essentially, the more energy you have, the greater you are at managing outer intention and being able to use outer intention. And outer intention is basically having the world help you achieve your goals. So it's basically allowing the world to realize your goals like by itself. And that's basically what all of the successful people in this world are doing. They're basically—they're not doing everything themselves. They're having the world help them along their way. And that's, that's what we're here for. We're here to have help from the world. Like the world is here to help you. And the world could be interpreted many different ways. I just say the world because it, it's more comfortable to me, but it can be interpreted as God or anything. So if the more energy you have, the more like the better you are at transurfing. And this includes physiological energy and free energy. If improving your breath makes you have higher physiological energy and then expanding your meridians and using that exercise, keeping your fountains active has you allows you to have more free energy then basically your bolt score 
is directly linked to how efficient, uh, how effective you are at using the transferring principles. But also, the higher energy you have, the more effective you will be at transurfing. And you can increase your energy by allowing more meridians, like expanding your meridians. So that's basically what, that's the conclusion that we came up with. And I know it's basically exactly what he said in the book, but I didn't realize it until today that this stuff, like this is, this is how you expand your energy. It's all about the meridians and then also your bolt score. And there's another bonus. If you do the 5.6 seconds inhale, 5.6 seconds exhale, and while you're making it a habit, you're consciously breathing. So throughout the day, you're doing 5.6 seconds in, 5.6 seconds out, and you're just like breathing consciously. And that helps you stay awake as well. So it's, it's all, that's why I'm focusing on my breath makes you more effective and there's actually a exercise that you can do to increase your breath and this exercise is a nose unblocking exercise so it helps you unblock your nose and unclog your nose but it's the only exercise that I remember that from the books that I read on how to increase your bolt score and so it's the only one that I do but basically what it is is you breathe in normal, breathe out normally, just like the bolt score test. And then on the exhale, you hold your breath. So you have nothing in you, but don't like force everything out. Just actually, I don't remember if you should force everything out. Maybe you should. I don't remember. Try experiment both ways. And then, and then just start walking and count your steps. So in the beginning, I probably did like 20 steps when I first did it like a year ago. Now today, I did 61 steps. And that was after doing it like three times. And the more you do it back to back, the more eff effective your like oxygen, your blood is at carrying oxygen. So you actually get more efficient at it, even if you practice it back to back to back. So today, my record was 61 now, I'm not tracking, I'm not necessarily tracking it, like writing it down, but I'm keeping note of my first score. So today, my first score was 37, and I'm keeping note of that in my head. And so basically, once you count, and then you have to breathe like really bad. So you're walking around, and you have a strong desire to breathe. So this is not like the bullet score where you breathe the first urge you hold your breath until you need until you need to breathe again like a strong desire like don't pass out but also don't breathe too early so you'll know when just trust your gut and breathe in when you have a strong desire and then when you breathe in breathe in through your nose slowly and calmly and controlled do not start panting, like stand still if you need to, and just focus 100% on controlling your breath. Do not start breathing fast. Don't start panting. Just start breathing in and then out slow and steady. And that's basically, if your nose is clogged, you might need to do this exercise like two or three times 
but it definitely works to unclog your nose and my nose hasn't been clogged in a while so i actually don't do it for the unclogging part of it i just do it to increase my bolt score and if i remember i may f- try and look up another exercise to do that's more efficient to increase my bolt score but i mean i just do this exercise like while i'm walking and then i do it while i'm biking sometimes when you're biking i'm only able to do like 20 pedals like it's way harder when you're biking and then you can do it whenever to be honest i do it when i'm walking the halls at school just all the time and this just makes your body more resistant and tolerant to co2 and it increases your bolt score so it's very beneficial to do and i recommend it let me get some water So today's episode is recorded on Friday, September 1st, and I'm, it's going to be posted like Friday or Friday, September 8th, I think it will be. And then I just want to say that tomorrow, so September 2nd, tomorrow for me, I'm going out of town to visit my family, extended family in Ohio. So I won't be home for like until Monday, Monday morning. So I'm not going to record on Saturday or Sunday. So that means that tomorrow, like tomorrow's episode for you guys, like September 9th, episode 47 will be recorded like two or three days after this episode. So I'm going to be There's going to be a break in between, a gap. But you guys will still get daily uploads because I have a seven-episode cushion right now. And then it's going to lower down to a five-episode cushion, which is what I normally have. I just recorded double episodes earlier this week, or like last weekend, because I wanted to to maintain a five-episode cushion. So I went up to a seven so that I don't have to record this weekend. And then that means that on Monday, I'm going to get back into the routine of things. And I'm going to be checking my analytics either on Monday or Tuesday. So like September 5th around there, I don't know the exact number, but around that day, I'll be checking the analytics and I'll see how many people are listening to this podcast and go from there. I'm probably going to offer a coaching. And as you guys know, I'm going to Florida next month for Funnel Hacking Live. And actually, no, this month now because it's September 1st. But I'm going to Florida on September 26th for Funnel Hacking Live. And I don't have a computer. Like, I just have a PC. And I want to bring, I want to have my own computer for Funnel Hacking Live. And so I have 14, I have like at least $1,000 in my bank account right now. But 
that's just from my savings account. But I'm trying to make some money online, like through coaching or something, so that I can buy a MacBook and stop using my PC and just use my MacBook. Because then I can go to the library and get stuff done. And it'll just be portable. And then I'll be able to bring my MacBook to Florida with me and actually record while I'm there. Because right now I was planning on bringing my microphone and hoping that my friend will let me use his computer. But I want to have my own computer. And I think that I can do it. I think that in 25 days I can make like $1,000. If I, I think that it's definitely possible. And even if I don't make... After this episode, I'm going to research which MacBook I should buy and then get a number. And then I'm going to make like, I'm going to try and make like $500 this month. And so that I can have enough money for a computer and go to Funnel Hacking Live. Like, cause I have, I already paid for the hotel room and the plane tickets and the tickets to Funnel Hacking Live. Well, my friend bought that, but. I'm, I still need like food money and transportation money for like Ubers, like Uber to the airport and back to the airport. So that's going to be a couple hundred dollars. And then, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to, that's, that's my plan right now. I'm, I want to get a MacBook so that I can record at Funnel Hacking Live on my own computer. And plus I'll be able to use the MacBook for like myself. And there's one method that I might try because to be honest, I'm unsure. Like I, I know this is probably against transurfing, but I'm unsure if I'll be able to make money on the business before Funnel Hacking Live. And so I am actually thinking of my, I told my friend about this plan today and he said, sell your PC. And like that actually makes a lot of sense because once I get my MacBook, I simply don't see any need for a PC because my original reason why I wanted to get a PC was one, so that I could learn how to code, but two, I wanted to game. I wanted to be a gamer. Like, well, I was a gamer because I played Xbox, but I wanted to play video games on the PC and have like good gaming PC. So I bought, I got my PC for that reason, but I also learned how to code on it, which don't learn how to code, just use software to build websites, like use ClickFunnels. Cause that was my original plan for entrepreneurship. I was going to learn how to code and then build my own website that will make a lot of money. But not so great plan, but I'm glad I learned my lesson. Well, actually, there was no lesson to be learned because it wasn't bad. But I'm glad that I learned about ClickFunnels and .com secrets because it's just better overall. But I was gonna, I was gonna see if I could sell my PC for a couple hundred bucks, which my I bought my PC, like I built my PC for like eleven hundred dollars maybe. So if I can sell it used for a couple hundred, like five or six hundred. Maybe I'd have to look into it, but if I could do that, then I'll definitely buy a MacBook like tomorrow. <laughs>
But, well, I wouldn't buy it tomorrow. I'd buy it once I sell my PC. And, like, I definitely think that this could be an option. Like, this is definitely a route forward. I think that I definitely am I'm 100% going to have a MacBook for Funnel Hacking Live. That's my That's my next goal. MacBook for Funnel Hacking Live. And there's many means to achieve it. I just have to figure out which one to go. Right now, I want to get my coaching service up and running. So if you're interested, james at ascendmomentum.com. Email me if you're interested. And I'll we can it'll be a coaching call on self-improvement and like mindset and all this stuff. And this, yeah, I, th- I definitely will have a MacBook. So that will be huge because during Funnel Hacking Live, I really want to record episodes like every single day of all the things that I learned and just everything. I want to record podcast episodes for you guys because that will be an awesome, like that's going to be a turning point in my life and it's going to be an amazing experience and I want you guys to be included. I want you guys to hear all about it and they're going to have like 30 guest speakers and like all motivational stuff. There's going to be a lot of motivational stuff and like mindset stuff. And during the Your First Funnel Challenge, which is like a five-day online webinar kind of thing, I learned so much from that. And my mindset like shifted so much from that. And I was just sitting in my basement on my PC listening to it. So once I, like at Funnel Hacking Live, it's going to be awesome. And I just want you guys to be in that experience. And I'll just bring my microphone and bring my MacBook, which I'll have by the time I get there, and record at my hotel after after every Funnel Hacking Live. So things are going good. Like stars are starting to align. Things are beginning to align. And I haven't made any money yet. Like I'm, I'm going to be honest. I have not made any money yet. But... This podcast I've been working on for like a month and a half now and in a few days I'm going to be I'm going to be checking the analytics and seeing like what kind of listeners like I'm going to see what how many listeners are listening to each episode and I'm aiming for at least 400 to 500 downloads per episode cuz that's I looked up a article and there was an article written and they said the sweet spot for monetize beginning to monetize your podcast is 400 to 500 downloads per episode like that's the they found that's like the sweet spot to begin so that is definitely achievable because i was getting like seven downloads per episode like in the beginning when i first started maybe like a week into it or two weeks into it so I definitely think that it's possible to, you know, on episode 21, episode 21 was seven and it's exponential growth. So it's not like I'm going to have 14 downloads per episode on episode 42. It's going to be like higher than that. It's not like a linear growth. It's exponential. And, and plus I'm, going to be it's like i've also been posting on youtube as well 
And I'm very curious to see my YouTube analytics because I have my show automatically submit and like automatically upload on all of the podcasting platforms at like 12 a.m. every single day consistently. But I have to actually go in and click a button to upload to YouTube. And so this is like, so some days I upload it at like four in the or like four in the afternoon. Some days it's like 12 in the afternoon. Some days it's like three. So it's like very inconsistent, but it's still like daily uploads, but it's an inconsistent timing. So I'm very curious to see how my, the YouTube channel is faring or how well it's going because it's, I've been inconsistent. Like the timings have been inconsistent on that. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Things are looking good. And all this stuff, I'm documenting my journey for you guys. So you guys can see, I literally knew nothing about business two months ago. I just started reading. And then now I'm going to Funnel Hacking Live next, like in a couple weeks. And now I'm, I have a podcast, 46 episodes. I'm in the top 1% of podcasters in the world. And it's only, like it only takes three weeks of daily uploading to get into the top 1% of podcasters in the world. So that's some motivation. And then if you keep at it, like I don't know the numbers. In like a couple days, I'll be able to tell you guys. I will tell you guys what episode, like, I'll be able to tell you guys numbers and it's going to be huge. I'm very excited for the future. Let me get some water. All right. So I want to talk to you guys about my studying. So I study my book, Reality Transurfing, every single morning. And I haven't had a rest day from studying in like a long time, in a couple weeks at least. And this weekend, as you guys know, tomorrow I'm going out of town. So I'm not going to bring Reality Transurfing with me. I'm still going to study it tomorrow morning before I leave. But I'm not going to bring Transurfing with me. So Sunday is going to be my rest day. And actually, Monday is going to be my rest day as well, possibly. And But I'm still going to read. I'm just going to not read Transurfing. And I'm bringing... I talked about this in yesterday's episode, but there's this declassified CIA document that is of great interest to me. And it's called, it's about the gateway process which I don't really know exactly what it is. And it, I went into more detail in yesterday's episode, if you guys are interested in it. But I am going to read that. I printed it out, that whole document, on at my school, at their printer. And I grabbed it. It's like 40 pages long. So I'm going to read it all this weekend, probably. And that's like the only thing I'm going to bring. That's the only reading material that I'm going to bring with me because it's just a bunch of sheets of paper combined with a binder clip. 
and I'm just I don't want to bring transurfing because I don't like traveling. Or I do like traveling with books, but I find that like sometimes they get folded weird, like the corners get wrinkly from my backpack. And I just don't want to deal with that with transurfing. And and also this weekend is a perfect weekend for rest weekend. So that's also another thing. But I'm on like page 385 around on reality transurfing. And the last page is like 370. So I've got like 350. Wait, no. The last page is seven. Wait, what am I talking about? The last page is 750. Like there's 750 pages. And I'm on 385 around. So that's 1565. Around 365 pages left. And there's like 25 days until Funnel Hacking Live. 24. Let's just say 24 because that 24 days until Funnel Hacking Live. So whatever 365 to here, actually 365 divided by 24. Yeah, 15 page. It's like about 15 pages per day. If I read 15 pages per day, which I'm not going to be reading tomorrow or the next day, so it's probably going to be like 16 pages per day. If I read around 17 pages per day, then I'll probably be done with the book before Funnel Hacking Live, which is the best case scenario. Like, that's what I prefer. Because then I can take the linchpin book that Russell Brunson wrote with me on the plane to Funnel Hacking Live and just study that all week because that's the main focus of that event, the linchpin. That's the what he's going to be teaching. And so if I can be done with transurfing and then just focus 100% on linchpin and then once I get back, start working on, start reading the seven books a day, like se- read seven books at a time from the ultimate reading list for human beings. It's like your beautiful world or the most beautiful world.com or something like that. Just look up the ultimate reading list for human beings, most beautiful world. And it'll, you'll probably find it. And that's the reading list that I've been talking about over the past couple of days. And I know that as I read the books on there, I'll start to uncover the truth and discover like why we're here, like our purpose, just that reading list is going to hit everything. It's going to change everything for me. And I know it's a big game changer. That's the plan right now. Things may change once I get home from Funnel Hacking Live, because that's going to be an influential and monumental point of time for me. So I may decide to read more of Russell Brunson's book. I don't know. We'll see. It's it's all but right now I really I'm like my I right now the plan is to read the start reading that reading list, but for the first cycle I'm going to choose a few books that are not on the reading list, like Dancing After Music Stops, Toofty the Priestess. And there, there might have been one more. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'll figure it out once I get there to that point of time. And, and then I'll read the rest on the list. And I actually went through and 
decided all the best, like the best order for things because he said some things should be readed after another thing. So I would read the first thing in the first set of reading and then read the second thing in the second set. Like I would just replace it once I'm done with that because if you read seven, if you cycle through seven books at a time, if you use that reading method where you just read one until you lose focus, read the next one until you lose focus and just cycle constantly. He said that you can read a book a day using that method. So I'm going to test it out. I'm really excited to do that. And in the meantime, though, one of the, some of the biggest focuses in my life right now are podcast number one biggest focus. And then I'm working on increasing my energy levels through maintaining my fountains, like keeping them on. And then I'm working on staying consciously awake. These, this is not in any particular order. Actually, I'll put it in order for you guys. Number one, podcast. Number two, stay conscious aware. Actually, number one is stay conscious aware. Number two, podcast. Number three, energy levels. Number four, breath. All of these are like the only things I'm focusing on right now. I'm still going to the gym, still doing my neck exercise. I'm still doing a lot of things, still doing neck exercises, balancing on the ball. But like the biggest things that I'm focusing on throughout the day, well, actually the podcast I'm not even focusing on throughout the day. I'm just focused on it, the time that I'm sitting down to actually do it. So yeah, I guess like throughout the day, the passive things that I'm focusing on is increasing my bolt score increasing my energy and what was the other one staying staying awake saying staying awake and conscious throughout the day and that's really all there is to it i think the magnesium will help i'll talk to you guys about that when it gets here in like five days maybe four days i don't know and i'm also i also ordered a pine pollen tincture which i told you guys about the and the reason why i got the tincture this time instead of the powder because the last time i got the powder the mega dose that definitely worked. I'll tell you, I took two mega doses a day, like a lot, a big dosage. I didn't measure it, but it was a lot. And I, it definitely worked, but it's expensive and I don't have the money right now and I have to play smart. And so I bought the tincture for that reason, but also the biggest reason is my friend said that one of the YouTubers that he actually researches a lot about, like learns a lot from, said the tincture, do the tincture because it's more bioavailable and you can, it's like better at absorbing and plus it's cheaper. So basically the way it works is it's like a dropper. It's like a pipette dropper and you just put, drop it underneath your tongue and it absorbs quicker or I don't know if it, I don't know if it's quicker, but it just absorbs a lot more efficient and better. And that's basically it. It's really just, Put it under your tongue. I'm probably going to do one or two per day, depending on how much. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll probably do, in the beginning, I'll do one in the morning. That's it. But eventually, I'm definitely going to be doing more. But that's pretty much it. Life is looking great. My energy, I feel my energy levels are probably going up more. And the more I focus on it, because... It's not going to happen overnight, increasing your energy through expanding your meridians, but the more and more I focus on it, the better and better it'll get. And after this episode, I'm going to be 
looking into a MacBook to get. And I'm probably going to study Transurfing more. Get another session in today. But that's pretty much it. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.